Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 18, 2020, the Take It Back edition. And our first story uh, focuses on our title for today's podcast, which comes to us from the Houston Chronicle, which reports that MLB Commissioner Rob Manford, in a talk with reporters on Sunday, said that he had wanted to strip the Astros of their World Series championship for their cheating. And this was actively discussed, but that he did not believe there was sufficient precedent for it and that he did not believe this was the worst scandal in the history of baseball. He believes that was the Black Sox uh, 1919 scandal. So uh, being a good lawyer, looking at precedent, he didn't feel there was precedent to do this, and so he didn't. So for all you Astros fans out there, uh, we didn't get our title strip. For all you Astros haters out there, he probably came to the wrong decision. Our next story comes from the Wall Street Journal. Also staying in uh, with the sports theme, Adam Silver at his State of the League conference over All-Star Weekend said that the China standoff has cost the NBA hundreds of millions of dollars. That months after Houston Rocket exec Daryl Morley tweeted his support for Hong Kong protesters, the NBA's relationship with China remains strained. Although... Um, Silver did say that uh, it would cost up to $400 million. So uh, the reckoning has been ongoing. Uh, Obviously, China has another set of problems now because of the coronavirus, but it really points up the continued challenges in doing business with authoritarian regimes such as China and how you have to navigate very, very closely. And any member of your staff can really put you behind the eight ball as uh, Daryl Morley did. So we will uh, watch this story. Next, we have two stories from the Financial Times. The first is the uh, global mining group Rio Tinto is embroiled in a legal battle with a former employee who says that not only was he aware, but the company was aware of problems at a massive copper project months before they were disclosed to investors. An unfair dismissal case against uh, Richard Bowley is going to court in London, and he has released this information about uh, his claims that he uh, gave specific information to senior management about the uh, problems behind the uh, mine in question, and that the CEO of Rio Tinto hid this information from investors on conference calls and other filings. Uh, he was, Bally was terminated for his efforts, of course, and now Rio Tinto claims that he's not entitled to uh, any uh, unemployment uh, claims because of his uh, poor conduct uh, and poor work at the firm. But uh, clearly uh, a, another whistleblower being retaliated against, and uh, we're going to have to see what the court uh, rules on this going forward. And finally, our final story is around Another story from the Financial Times, and it really deals with business continuity. Obviously, in the current uh, situation with coronavirus, you have to think about 
a business continuity and how are you going to do business going forward. But how is your company set up for a wide range of uh, everyday crisis? Certainly coronavirus has highlighted why companies need to be prepared for the unexpected, but I'd ask you to focus specifically on compliance continuity. Are you prepared for major disruptions from suppliers, third parties, or others along the lines of the coronavirus? So think about it from the compliance perspective. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.